Hello, everybody, and welcome to Inside Asperger Studios Presents Stories. Today on the show, I have Sam Mitchell and his mother, Gina. Sam is a podcaster just like me with autism, but he's got over 145 episodes going strong, and he's talked with people from all over the place. So sit back, relax, and make sure you grab your favorite drink, and I'll catch you on the other side. See you there. Inside Asperger Studios presents stories. Today I am joined with Sam and Gina Mitchell. Sam is an incredible Aspie podcaster who has over 145 episodes going strong. He's talked with everyone that you can imagine. So let's welcome to the show. Welcome them to the show. Welcome to the show, Sam and Gina. Hello. It's good to be here. And we're matching colors. What's that? We're matching colors. Yeah, we both have white t-shirts on, don't we? (laughs) <laughs> All right. I like to start out small with the questions and then slowly work into more thought provoking questions. So, Sam, where were you born? Born in July 21st, 22 at Bloomington Hospital All right. in Indiana. Okay, Sam, did you have a smooth transition from childhood to adulthood? Probably not. No, it was a rough patch, I would say. Lots of peaks and valleys. And, a, lot of pro- a lot of problems with um, dealing with not knowing what you were at the time, thinking about not knowing you were autistic and thinking everyone else was moving faster than you were. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. He, and if it's okay, I'll chime in. Yeah, You can talk. Yeah. yeah. So I'm Gina. I'm no Sam's kidding. mom. And uh, we actually told Sam that he had Asperger's when, or autism when he was six. Um, excuse me he was diagnosed when he was four and um it was pretty classic textbook you know behaviors we kind of guessed that he did before um I had had some kids I'm a teacher so I had had some kids over the years in my class on the spectrum so you know it was I knew a little bit about it um so anyway he was diagnosed with that at six or at four and then things were pretty tough as far as meltdowns and um so we I read I remember I read him a book and it was called Sam has Asperger's or understanding Sam. I was like, this is perfect. And so I read it to him. And I remember at the very end, he was like, do I have this? Well, I can figure out where it was going. I was like, cut the crap because I'm a straightforward type person. <laughs> and I said, yep, you have it. So that's how I told him. And it seemed to really help a lot. You're very lucky, Sam. I did not. When I was diagnosed, it wasn't autism. It wasn't ADHD. It was learning disability. We knew nothing about it until my late 20s when two of my family members, my two of my cousins and my doctor all said I had traits of autism. And then that kind of put a bell above my a light bulb above my mother's head. And then they're like, that explains a lot. I mean, I was also put on medicine for ADHD, which we never knew I had. Yeah, Sam has ADHD as well. He was diagnosed with that when he was in fourth grade, but we knew I was just, I don't know. I I wanted to just, I didn't want to put him on medication when he was five, six years old. So as a family, we chose to wait, but we finally did when he was in fourth grade and it, um, it helped. I mean, it took him from D's and F's to A's and B's and 
you know, he's made good grades all through school. So it was definitely a, a good decision. All right, Sam, what makes you feel inspired or like to be your best self? Um, what makes me feel like my best self is family and lots of recognition. All right. And game challenge. You sound like me. When I went for school, I always took the harder classes because I felt the easier classes just weren't going to push me enough. Yeah, that's why I didn't quit or space mom. I want to be pushed there. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I mean, I went to, I went for my master's in England, which was a huge shock to my family. My mom was the only one that knew. And then I pushed myself. I took all the tough courses for my master's degree. I got a, a degree in advanced computer science and computational intelligence. And then right after I graduated, I traveled on my own through Europe. That's wow. awesome. That was the hardest thing I could do because I always had a fear of asking for help. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't want to feel weak. I didn't want to peep. I I'm in a foreign country and I just didn't know what to do. And I had a really good disability advisor tell me when you're feeling panicked, just stop and take a breath. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And then I swallowed my pride and I walked into a store and said, listen, I'm lost. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I was going to ask you um, as you were talking how you kind of feel about that now, because um, as a teacher, I am you know raising Sam, um, but in my classroom, I teach kids of all abilities. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. differently abled. So I talk to them, and they don't want to ask questions. They feel dumb, or the kids that need services for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they hate to come to the inclusion class. They don't want to come to the reading program that I have set up just because they're like, I'm feel dumb. And so that is a real challenge. But from a very early age, we instilled in Sam, listen, this is brain wiring. This is how your brain is wired and it's okay to ask for help. Everybody ask for help every day. If we were to write down on a piece of paper, like how many times I asked for help today, it would have been several times. And so nobody can like get through it alone. I mean, you have to have help. So that's how we presented it to him. And I never, maybe once or twice, he was like, mom, I don't need that read to me. I'm fine. And I knew (laughs) he probably did need it read to him, but I just kind of backed off. Um, But that just makes me really sad that, you know, people think, like you said, like swallow your pride. And I don't know, I just, I, I think that the world would be so much better if people would just be okay with asking for help and not feeling dumb. I don't, mm. you know, that's, yeah. that's something that I hate. Yeah, I mean, and to answer your question, Gina, I look back at it and I'm like, I'm glad I did it. I mean, I had to swallow my pride. It was getting late. I was in Italy and I was like a mile away from my hotel. Mm-hmm. I literally walked into this police station into the, um, which is right by the train station. And the one woman that spoke English there was helping somebody and I didn't want to wait. So I walked up to a guy behind the window and I put down my map and I said, is this the right road to go to my hotel? And, he, and he's like, don't speak English. I'm like, you don't have to speak English. Just nod your head. Yes or no. And he's <laughs> right. like, yes. And I found my way. Right. Right. That's, I mean, that, well, that's what I was 
I, I'm a real firm believer in don't be ashamed. I mean, no matter what, I have a math learning disability. Oh, you're and, dyslexic like I am. Well, I mean, I've never been diagnosed with dyslexia or like dyscalculia, but it's just. It's there. It's there. It's there. Like it, well, I, was, I mean, it's definitely there. I can't do long division. Um, I can't. I can't do anything beyond like what a calculator would do. So, but it's just one of those things where, okay, it is what it is. And I'm, you know, I'm me and I'm, mm-hmm. I just ask, you have to ask for help. Yeah. Anyway, Sam, what makes Sam, Sam, what inspires you, what motivates you and what drives you? Family. I'm a family man, buddy. You know why that's the number one answer, Sam? Because we always want to be our best in front in front of our family. Friends come and go. Family is there for true. Is there oh, yeah. blue? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. everyone I've ever asked that question to and all the shows I've done, all of them say family. And, and that's because we want to be true in front of our family because we know our friends just come and go. But our family will be there no matter what we are like. Yeah, that's exactly right. For sure. All right, Sam, finish the sentence. I am at my best when? I'm doing podcasting. Very good answer. All right. Sam, if you can go back in time and talk to your younger self and tell them about your what you know now about your diagnosis of autism, what would you tell them and why? Life will be okay at some point. All right. Now we go to some more thought-provoking questions. If you can have a billboard of any type, what would you put on it and why? Oh, my easy autism rocks and rolls with my contact information. Very good. All right. Here's a Sam. Who has been the most important person in your life? And can you tell me about them? Scott Carlin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Probably her. She's helped me a lot. All right. What is your favorite subject in school? English. Okay. Are you introverted or extroverted? Both. And where it depends on my scenario, where I am. All right. What are, you, what are the best resources you have that have helped you? Uh, definitely a float pass, I would say, and family as well. And my, myself, my own mind. All right. And art. If you could interview anyone from your life, living or dead, but not a celebrity, who would it be and why? Oh, living, not or dead. I've already done a lot of those. Uh, my best friend who I've done, Bruce James Yoho. Maybe someone you haven't, though. Or someone that passed away. Oh, JoJo. Oh, your cousin. Yeah. Cool. All right. If you could be remembered for one thing, and what would it be and why? Now I got to spread autism acceptance. What are you most proudest of? I'm making it this far for 19 years. All right. Now your story, Sam, how did you get to where you are today with your podcast and everything else? After I joined my high school's media club, I decided to start a podcast because you can't be a school high because you can't be a senior in high school forever. So that's where I found the podcast. And that's when autism rocks and rolls was made. All right. Now we come to the part of the show. Everyone wants to hear the questionnaires. Sam, what's your favorite word? Word. Uh, what is my favorite word? I got a lot of favorite words. Um, probably inadvertently. What is your least favorite word? I can't say it. You can't abbreviate it. 
It's the R word. That's all I'm giving you. What is, all right. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, and emotionally? Uh, probably life itself. All right. What turns you off? Meanness, bullying. All right. What is your favorite cuss word? Favorite cuss word? Oh, that's easy. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you gonna, do I get to answer that sometime? <laughs> Go ahead. If it's the F-bomb, don't say that. All right. Do you know what's your favorite cuss word? Um, that or bitch, one or the other. I mean, I'm going to say it because it's what I fuck. <laughs> Right. Yeah, sometimes it's my favorite. <laughs> and what is your what sound or noise do you, sound or noise do you love? Uh, sound or noise do I love? Dogs barking. What sound or noise do you hate? What sound or noise do I hate? Um, the what noises do I hate? Probably uh, what noises do I hate? Oh, sniffling. <laughs> What is your favorite color? Green. What is your least favorite color? Uh, purple. If you can do any, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, travel agency. What profession would you not want to attempt? Assassin. I can't think of anything else. That was a hard one. If that heaven exists, Sam, if heaven exists and we all know it does, what would you like to hear God say when you reach the pearly gates? Thank you for all your hard work. And finally, when you re- when you arrive at heaven, who would you like to meet? Elvis Presley. And that's it, everyone. <laughs> Sam and Gina, Mitchell, thank you for coming on my show. Make sure, everyone, to sit back, relax, and grab your favorite beverage, and I'll see you on the next show. And that's it. Thank you.
You know it's a good life, so don't go wasted Stop a second, cause I know you can taste it Tell me what you wanna do, and then we're gonna make it happen Cause nothing can replace it Don't need no million to have a, have a good time All that you need is some fun to have a good life